Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, y'all, Seven Runs in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by Sports Drink. CJ or Bryce, the debate rages on. Just like the Taylor versus Tyler debate of the 2010 NHL draft. It is I, Rob Paul, a.k.a. the leader of the nose tackle revolution. And joining me, as always, is AJ, a sub-290-pound defensive tackle out of pit. Take him number one, Marchese. Which one is Taylor and which one is Tyler? I gotta know now. I think it's pretty obvious. Mm, if you know, you know, type of thing, right? Today, we'll be breaking down our top interior defensive lineman in the 2023 NFL Draft. Let's hit it. Seven. 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 Seven rounds in heaven with my baby. Driving out to Casey, maybe. Looking for Stroud or a Bryce Young. Who's gonna wear a Hawaiian shirt today? Who's gonna put ketchup on a stick? Who's gonna find a steal? In the fifth, the home team. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And that's a song. Today's episode of Seven Rounds in Heaven is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in at sportsdrink, spelled like sportsdrink without the vowels. All we ask is that you close the door behind you. We're trying not to let the funk out. There's plenty of funk to get out in this interior defensive line class, AJ. Yeah, I'm not uh, I'm not overly fond of the class as a whole, Robert. I'm not sure about you. Uh, it's my favorite position group. It's usually one of the most enjoyable for me like in general. I don't know. I, I I won't lie to you. I really enjoy doing this group. I'm I don't know if it's because I, I didn't love the interior offensive line group. And it was just like, or we've just been doing offense for so long. And mm-hmm. it was refreshing to finally get to the defense. But I don't know. I, there's a lot of day three guys who I, I find very interesting. I think there's a lot of guys who are going to stick in the league for a long time. I think like I don't I don't think I, I'm not as high as you are there. I, I think there's some guys that are are pretty solid, but like I don't know. I think like like I got like nine top 100 grades. Like that's pretty good, right? Um, yeah, I got ten. Yeah, I got I only got one first round grade though. Same. Um, and then after that, like, I feel like the fourth round's kind of thin for me. And then there's quite yeah. a few like fifth round yeah. guys. There, sorry, let, let me. The round six, seven nose tackles. I think there's a lot of them. That's really what I meant. There, there I think is. It's a great year to need a nose tackle. Is it kind is. of my take. It is. That's true. Um, and and I feel like every year, and not to go off on tangents about day three nose tackles, but every year, 
there's like nose tackles taken in the the fifth, sixth, seventh round who end up playing a long time and being useful football mm-hmm. players, like not pro bowlers or anything, but very useful football players. And this is like like we saw this past season. There's been kind of a bit of a revolution where teams are are taking advantage of the spread it out like defenses built to fight back and spread and running it up the gut more so having one of these space eating nose tackles mm-hmm. has become more important than ever everyone needs one yep. and not everyone has one necessarily um so i, I think there's there's a, a couple of them in this class that that if a team wants one they, they should go get one agree and there's some like you know t- high-end ones too you know um yeah, you're right. It's a it's a fun group in, in terms of like it's got a lot of different flavors and there's a lot of nose tackles, which is which is fun. Um, I, I I also find it fun because I, I think maybe more so than any position group I've done, my rankings do not like kind of align with what I've seen as consensus. Okay, interesting. I like that. It so, makes it fun. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I just don't know. <laughs> you know. Also, I mean, I guess what maybe makes it fun. Uh, not to jump ahead here, but we do our superlatives, and one of them is wild card. I feel like you could put all, so many. the whole oh class. The whole I class. literally, I, I think of... Except for the nose tackles. Yeah, go on. Of my top 10 interior defensive linemen, I, I think only three couldn't, like, aren't really <laughs> yeah. wild cards. Like, like, seven of them, you have a really strong argument. And, and, and like... Five of them should be yeah. in most position groups. Yeah, yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's a lot of wild cards, and um, I think that will either make for a really memorable class down the line or a very forgettable one. And uh, I don't know. Well, and it's actually extra interesting too because, like you said, you have one first round grade. I have one first round grade. Cats out of the bag. It's obviously feeling. <laughs> yeah. Um, where we've got this one clearly dominant top ten, top five prospect yeah. in this class. Um. A rare type of interior defensive lineman. Uh, and then after that, there's like several guys who could end up going in the first round. But n- I, I think you'd be hard-pressed to find anyone who firmly like has a first-round grade on these guys. But it's just the athleticism of this group is really interesting. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 again, like at the back end of the first round, there's maybe four interior defensive linemen who could end up going in there somehow. Yeah, and if you were um, to ask four different people, you know, which one it's going to be, you'd probably get four different answers. Oh, definitely, definitely. And and I, I think, like, it's also interesting because we have such an outlier in this class in Kalijah Kansi. Um, similar, like, he's kind of been the, the – I, I think he's kind of not to the same level of prospect as Bryce Young, but the Bryce Young of defense in this class, just given the polarizingness of him. Mm-hmm. Um Wild card. And yeah, he's completely wild card. <laughs> and then we, we have a guy like Adi Adeboware, who kind of shot up out of nowhere, is a freak show athlete as well, just like Cancy, a little a little different, uh, just a little longer, but also kind of light in the pants. Like, and then you get some nose tackles and a couple a couple combine snubs who I think are going to be fairly high in rankings. Like, oh, it's it's I don't know. I thought it was really maybe. Maybe I found it so fun because, like, one, there's so many different flavors. There's mm-hmm. there's kind of a flaw with everybody outside of Jalen Carter. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, yeah. Right. Yes, I know. Outside of uh, – on field. On field. Um, and, and so it made it more interesting to me because I, I think, like, you're just going to have so many different ways to rank this class. Yeah. No, that's fair. That's fair. I feel like I'm 
Yeah, I think we'll be different. I, I, I think there's like, like my like my two through five are kind of hard to stack for me. I I didn't finalize my rankings until like twenty minutes before hopping on the horn with you, because yeah. uh, I I I I couldn't five six and seven. I just kept going back and forth. Who's gonna? Because they're all same grade. I was like, what flavor do I like more? It was tough for me. Uh, mm-hmm. You know what's funny, though? I think, whereas with the, with the interior defensive linemen, we're going to have different orders because it's a weaker class. But next next episode, when we do the edge rushers, we're going to have different orders because they're also good. Yeah, that's that's really true. Um, and without further ado, AJ, let's get into it. Let's get into our superlatives. Let's get into our highest floor. And actually, my first question to you is, would you put Jalen Carter for highest floor, highest ceiling, and your best bet? Yeah, I probably would. So I think we talk about Jalen Carter, and then we 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 do our backup picks for all of those. It's kind so, of similar to what, who did we do that with already? Bijan Robinson. Bijan, yeah, exactly. Because like, yeah, he is one of the truly elite uh, prospects in this class, and at a position where there's no one else even close to sniffing him. No, and he's also a massive wild card. <laughs> yes, on the field. On the field, what is his only question? The the conditioning, motor, yeah, and motor, which is yeah. like the motor is just I think a result of the conditioning. Like he gets yeah. gassed and like I don't even like I don't think he has a horrendous motor by any means. I just think he gets gassed, which yeah. is fair. Um, and something you didn't see the year before because they had Devonte Wyatt, they had Jordan Davis. Like he was playing like less snaps. Mm-hmm. Because he was, it was a true rotation in this year. Not to say like Georgia just has so many dogs, uh, but he was playing more. And in, like that Ohio State game, like he was playing a lot. And he's a three hundred pound defensive lineman. Like you got to rotate these guys out yeah. to get the best out of them. So I don't hold that against him very much, honestly. Um, but like if you were to be like, what is the thing that sticks at the most, and you're being nitpicky, it would be that. Yeah, I mean, and then well, I mean that. You know the conditioning and the motor that tied into all the stuff off the field is, is where it gets you know it gets a little more messy. But yeah, I, I think that's being more nitpicky on the field and like maybe that. And I think he kind of ends up on the ground kind of often. I think those are like my two my two like knocks. I think that that comes as a result of the conditioning. Probably, a lot of the time. yeah, probably. But yeah, I don't. Like, I think motor is more so him. Like you said, like it's just like he's throwing. He'll throw ten fastballs, but then the next ten snaps, the fastball will be gone, right? And it's like you said, in the right, Ohio like State he, game. It's like they they were going fast too, and it just ate him up. Yeah, and and like when, when you look at him, he is so. And I'm gonna throw out what we saw from him at the at the pro day for the most part. Like he's going through a really yeah a mentally tough situation right now that none of us are educated enough on to speak on. He's he's a 22 year old kid. Um, so I, I kind of throw that out and, mm-hmm. and just you, I've got so much tape here showing what what kind of athlete he truly is. Um, he is so explosive off the ball. It's it's ridiculous how quickly he can get off the ball. Especially there's another guy in this class who's super athletic and so slow off the ball. And we'll we'll get to him. But just the contrast in those two players when they're both like freaky athletes is is crazy to me because Jalen Carter is just immediately off the ball. Yeah. Um, and then he's kind of. Like he's, he he doesn't win just with that athleticism, even though he could at the collegiate level probably. He he has such a strong pass rush plan that yep. like 
utilizes both his, his get off and his speed. Like he's bendy around, like when he takes on like the guards outside shoulder, like he can bend and rip through you. Uh, he could go right through you. He can convert speed to power, even though he's it, it, it's hard, obviously, to convert speed to power as an interior defensive lineman. But he does. But he can do it. Yeah. And and then you get the fact that he has heavy hands. He has heavy, violent hands. He's got uh, a nasty club swim. Um, and it, it just there's so much pass rush potential with him. Yeah, he he runs and he he wins pass rushes in so many different ways, and he'll throw like. Something new, you like he varies them very well and throws them at you a lot. And then yeah, like you said, like he'll get to his counters, he'll get to his his third moves, like pretty pretty often too. Um, yeah, like there's no there's no way he doesn't win. Like the when he just throws a bull rush, it's scary. Like you know when he like the, the swim move, the quick swim is is nasty. Like you said, the club is, is powerful. Like like it's just so much there. And then you see it like too in the run. Like you know the, the hands are strong, they're fast. He, he uses it to shed. I. Like he in the run too, like he's holding that point with power. Like there's not, there's not a lot. I think he's a really strong tackler too. Like there's not a lot to pick yeah, on on the field. Like it's just, I don't know. It's him. And, if, since we've done the pockets, it's it's him and Quinton Williams and yeah, and, 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 and similar to Quinton, like he's got this ability to generate power, uh, but at the same time he has so much wiggle to him. He's such yeah. a loose athlete. Um, and, and, and yeah, just kind of speaking back back to your point about him as a run defender, like he can he can hold the point, he can stack and shed you. You'll see him just throw his body into linemen sometimes. Like that, there's that one play against Oregon where it's just an incredible feat of strength, where he's just like a cannonball knocking over the <laughs> offensive lineman. Um, he's kind of everything I think you want. And, and, and a guy too who, like obviously, you, I think I. His best position at the next level is, is being this penetrating three-tech. But a guy who, at Georgia, he played all of, like, the line yeah. up at nose tackle. Go back to last year. They line him up at edge sometimes. Like, he could play the one. He could play the three. He, he lined up at four-eye in, um, in, in three-man fronts. Um, he can just put him wherever you want to put him. Uh, and you're going to have a terrifying interior pass rusher. And then if you are worried about the conditioning and the motor, like – He's not going to be playing seventy snaps a game. You know what I mean? Like, yep. you're going to want him playing fifty percent of the snaps ish. Um, he, I think, the, really just the the like with the off field stuff. Again, we can't really speak to that. Um, but I think people were very reactionary and thinking he would like really fall in the draft. He's not getting out of the top ten. Um, like the Eagles aren't passing on him. Howie Roseman's not passing on him if he's yeah. there. Uh, I, I I tend to think he won't get past Seattle if Seattle sticks and picks at five. Uh, if Arizona <laughs> takes Will Anderson, yeah, I hope so. I agree. Um, yeah, the, like again, it's just such a you know, like you said, a situation we don't know a whole lot about and everything like that. You know what I found weird though? Like like even on field, there was people like questioning him because like the production isn't eye catching. You know what I mean? Like. But those are just people that don't watch tape. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, you just look at the tape and, and the production is there. It's just... I, I, I mean, like, what? Uh, 15 and a half TFL, six sacks in two years at Georgia in the rotation? Like, that's pretty good production yeah, it to is. me. For, like, yeah. look around this interior defensive line class. Like, okay, yeah, there are some guys who have absurd production, like Carl Brooks. But in, <laughs> yeah. in, in the SEC, and, and just given the talent that's around him, too. like the, Absolutely, like, yeah. Like, like look at... Um, I mean, look at Trevon Walker's production, and mm-hmm. 
Well, okay, look at bust, look at Devontae Wyatt. Look at look at uh, yeah. Jordan Davis's production. Look look at Nolan Smith's production in this class. I'm gonna have Nolan Smith so high in my edge rankings mm-hmm. on the next show. Spoiler. Uh, I feel like it's a product of. I do too. Of, Just of, George's. I, I know you do. I know. Uh, yeah, George's depth. Yeah. No, I, I too. I totally, I totally agree. Um, who's your pro comp? I want to I want to throw that first. I I put Quinn and Williams down. I think like if we're gonna compare them to compare them to Quinn and Williams, when you're watching Quinn and Williams, I remember coming out and it's like he was just so slippery and had just this innate sense of getting to the quarterback. Which I'm not saying Jalen Carter doesn't, but I think Jalen Carter's like you watch Jalen Carter and you can it's his ability is more tangible if that makes any sense. Like I think his pass rush plan is better than Quinn and Williams. Quinn and Williams, I, I think part of it too is uh, Jalen Carter's great wiggle. Yeah. Quinn and Williams is the best I've ever seen from the interior defensive line. Yeah. Like, and obviously we haven't been doing this like that that long, but was it, it six, six it, draft now? It's not bad. <laughs> and, and like, I I think you're right though. Jalen Carter is a more refined pass rusher, and mm-hmm. Quinn and Williams just like a more gifted freak. Yeah. Not that Carter isn't a gifted freak too, but I totally no, agree exactly. With you. But I think that who's your pro comp? I don't know. I don't. I, I think he was hard to do. <laughs> I'm asking you. you. Be fun. I, I I landed yeah. with the Jeffrey Simmons one because of see. Everything. I've seen that, and to yeah. to me the big the big difference there is uh, ooh, Jeffrey Simmons just cashed in, but Jeffrey Simmons I thought was a more power player. It was. Where Jalen Jalen Carter again like a little more refined. Like if if we're comparing the three of them, like Quinn and Williams, I think's the most fluid, gifted athlete. I think Jeffrey Simmons creates the most power, and Jalen Carter's kind of just the, the most combo. refined, true pass rusher. Yeah, I don't think there's a good comp for Jalen Carter. I, I don't. Um, I think there's nothing that's a slam dunk, you know. Um, I try to go like back in time and like go like you know the, you know the yesteryears when we're getting the top five uh, ideals you know in the nineties and whatnot. And I don't know, nothing really fits perfectly. Uh, Cortez Kennedy because he can be Seahawk. <laughs> I thought about it. Did you Cortez Kennedy so underrated? Like I know it was before, yeah. truly before our time. But like go back, like holy moly, Cortez Kennedy was. He's good. he's one of the most underrated players in history. I know he's in the Hall of Fame, I, but he still is. I feel like this, that that kind of era of of Seattle Seahawks defensive players is just underrated in general. Thank you, Kenny Easley. That's welcome, what, welcome Kenny Easley was on my mind. Welcome to the Seahawks. <laughs> it's a good year to be doing this when they're moving to the throwbacks again or bring them back. Anyways, Jalen Carter. Yeah, I hope he's a Seahawk if it's not Will Anderson. I'll say that. Um, special guy. I mean. Special guy, special talent. I think for, for for him, Seattle would be the best. Seattle and Philadelphia are the best case scenario for him. I think so too. Yeah, get him, get him somewhere where you know you got a like a solid structure. You know, like two coaches. Well, I guess a program in Philly that's so you know so full, and a coach in Seattle has been there for a decade, and you know has done the college too. You know, and I don't know. I think I, I agree. I think those are the two best spots. Um, that being said, I think I think wherever the hell he goes, he's gonna become a monster. Oh yeah, I think I I'm so excited when we do our rookie shows this upcoming year. Um, if uh, if if you, the podcast still exists, because AJ, you know what? You never know what's going to happen. You tell so, I, I got electric. I'll put that today, out there Rob. really ominously. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, but 
Yeah, I think he'll be such a fun one like every week to to focus on. I think when we're drafting our NFL games for the rookie show, we'll both be trying fighting over who gets the the Jalen Carter. Well, if he's Seattle, you're he'll be a Seahawks. So I'll never get I'll I'll never know if he's good because you'll always have him (laughs) and always sandbag him. He's okay, okay. Jalen Carter of the way. Uh, Want to jump into the superlatives? Yeah, let's do it. We'll start with highest floor outside of Jalen Carter. I think think this is a really tough one. Yeah, it's tough. It's really tough. I. It's hard to do highest floor and like be like you know you're getting one day three and you're just gonna be so, so I didn't I didn't do that so I tried to stay in the top five guys so I end up I end up going um look it's just all homerism today for for me Rob I end up going with Monty Uh-oh. Smith me me too right, so I think we're on the right page then look like like Monty Smith did did it ever all come together at Michigan like it it should have no but he's still six three two thir- uh three twenty three. A hell of an athlete, and at the very worst, you're getting a hell of a fucking run defender. That's what I think, too. I think that the thing that sets him apart as a highest floor sort of Jalen Carter is I think he's a uh, a productive starting nose tackle, like kind of worst case. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And, like, I don't know. Like, throwing the TCU game, obviously a loss, but it's another guy, like, you know, where you look at the production, it's not very impressive, right? What was it, one, one sack in his career, and they're both half sacks combined, right? Um but you throw in the TCU game, and that, that could have been a three-sack performance. And you saw a guy that's like, you don't see, like going back to last week, not many people were, were be, like out-strengthing Steve Avila, but Mazzy Smith was maybe the only one. And like, it wasn't every snap that he was lining up against him, but when he did, he was getting to him, you know? And like that, that power is just present like early and often, and that just like sets up like, combined with his athleticism, like you see a guy that's a fucking hell of an athlete, and like, He's got that springy movement to him, you know, and it's just he's got that good get off. He's he's just quick off the ball and and it just moves that into like you know into um, beating his man too, and just uh, like I don't know, like he he stacks uh, and sheds and gets us off blocks really mm-hmm. well. Like I don't know. The, the only thing is like like maybe the anchor's a little inconsistent versus double teams, but like, I think he'll be okay there. And sometimes it's just like the only time you see him on the ground is like where he just gets caught off guard. Maybe he's leaning, maybe slightly in a pass rush. Yeah, he he's a guy who who plays really low to the ground, like terrific leverage. Yeah, um, really, like you you mentioned, he's explo- he, We know he's a freak athlete. I know he didn't test, but we know he is, and you could see it on tape. Like he is explosive at his stance. He plays. Uh, he, he he's not like a bending at the hips guy. He's bending yeah. at, at the knees. He's into you. Like his hands are into you. Um, he uh, he isn't like the classic kind of sloppy nose tackle. Like carries his weight really well. Um, yeah, and because of that athleticism, he has so much more pass rush potential than a lot of these nose tackle types. And I, um, I like, I totally agree with you, like the, the potential. But like, seems like some people are like, well, I don't know if we ever. I don't know. Like, I think I think you see it. You see it in glimpses, like more than a lot of guys. You know, like, and I think it's just like people looking at the production and, like you said, with that with that poten- with the athleticism, the potential is there, but. If I were gonna bet on, like, I think he, I think he hits it more than he doesn't hit it. Like he can, he can push the pot. Like he creates power because of that leverage, leverage because of that get off. Like he can create power pretty, pretty easily. And like if I'm lining him up over some of the centers in the NFL right now, like I think I think he's gonna like assume he's one on one. Like he's gonna walk some of those dudes back. He's yeah. a big boy. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he uses his hands pretty well too. Like he's heavy handed. You're right. He does stack and shed quite well. Like throw the Penn State game, you'll see some of that. Um. And then, like even it, like it, it let's say uh, even for us, like he, he can play one tech and and uh, he, he eat space, but 
if you really want him, he's got that athleticism to kind of be a bit of a gap shooter, more of a mm-hmm. penetrating defense, that, that like a one gap defense instead of uh, like a gap protecting two. Like, but yeah. at the same time, he get two gap. Um, he's like a plus nose tackle to me. Uh, like, does that mean I think he's a first round pick? No, I would take him in the second round. Me too. But I wouldn't be surprised if if one of these teams at the back end of the first round like. Liked his potential and just given, like I said at the top of the show, the the kind of newfound importance for having one of these nose tackle types. Yeah, um, absolutely. And just, yeah, the athletic upside. Like, at worst case, he's Don Terry Poe. Yeah, I, I threw the Poe comp on him. And I, I, I think I think, I think he could be better. Um, yeah, like, I think, like, if you if you put Mazzy for high ceiling, too, I wouldn't really push back against that either. But, no, I just think in this class, there's a lot of guys with really high ceiling. But pretty low floors, and I just think, yeah, in the, in the top end, I think he's the clear guy. Um, yeah, no, to- totally. I, I, I kind of hope he doesn't go in the first round because I don't want to poo-poo the pick. But I realize because I really do enjoy him. I don't mind that pick though from like a playoff, like a perennial playoff team that just wants to get tougher in the middle and like I, that's a guy that's going to matter in the playoffs, you know. I. I I don't know. To me, running backs, no tackles, first round. It's a slippery slope. <laughs> um, no, I'm, I'm just, I'm just teasing. Um, moving down to highest ceiling, Jalen Carter. No, outside of Jalen Carter, again, I, I think, I think you can go in a lot of different directions. I, I'm gonna go with the guy you've alluded to already or touched upon, and I'm going, going with Adetoyemi Adebowale. Never mind. I've alluded to several defensive tackles. In You've alluded to quite a few. Yeah, no, I'm going with I'm okay. going with Addy. I'm going with Addy. I'm not gonna lie. I'm lower on. I think I'm gonna be lower on him than you. Um, man, talking about production, that he just it feels like such a swing when he's gonna end up in the first round. I think it feels like such a swing. I think he's gonna. I think it's gonna be a swing and a hit, Rob. I am buying an Addy, like. There is not a lot of passers playing going on here. No, there isn't, but the pieces are there, you know? Like, I guess my, my take is if take away the Senior Bowl, like, mm-hmm. I, I know the Senior Bowl can be an important thing, but I don't think, like, I, I feel as if the Senior Bowl is being used as, as a replacement to his tape. Yeah. Where, like, that you throw the tape and it's just like, he doesn't. Do like he's a high effort player who's explosive as hell. Mm-hmm. He'll he'll uh, make some splashy plays, but like there's not very much consistent pass rush here, and he kind of just only goes with the speed to power. And I know he's playing on the edge, and it'll be a little different on the inside, but I don't know. I I just struggle with the fact that I think he's going to end up going in the first round. I don't have a first round grade, obviously. Um, I I got him in my, in my top five though. I for, I'm fairly got him there. I do. I love Addy. I I, I do. <sighs> But like like you said, like there's you know okay the pass rush plan isn't there, but like how I mean some of these guys have it, but not not many in like yeah okay like he's he's what six two two eighty two and there's a couple undersized guys in this group, but I, I think just his frame is like he's got he's 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 muscular and he's long he's muscular and he's long so that to me that that's fine, um, and then he, I think he plays with great leverage and just really like well postured in, into the you know into his into the um, off the lineman. And then you see that that great change of direction, the explosiveness, the all of that. And like you said, the motor's great, and I th- think like just the hands aren't there yet, but they're heavy. And I, he's when you see him use them, it's scary what he can do. And I think just all of that is enough for me to say that 
he has. I'm not saying he's going to hit it. I, would I swing? Yeah, I would. But it's enough for me to, to take that swing. I mean, I, I think you see enough there when he does use his hands and like just just some of the feel in that in the athleticism with the first step and the motor. I, I think it's just enough for him him to hit. I get it though. I I, I can he can definitely like you said if he, if he swings in the first round, you can see that because sometimes like if he just if it, you know against a more strong up to lineman. If he just if he loses he like in, off the snap he's done yeah and now I'm playing a little bit of devil's advocate no no here. I know, um, I know. also bad tackler well, at times uh, that scares me too but yeah Mickey Loomis is gonna take this man <laughs> if I know anything about Mickey it's he's t- he's taking Addy um but yeah I mean like you you throw on the tape and oh my gosh he is so twitched up yeah. and he plays his ass off which yeah. is another huge plus. Um, he makes some explosive plays in the backfield against the run. Uh, I wish we saw him more actually playing on the interior at Northwestern. Me, me too. He's playing so much as an edge or a, as like a four eye or a five, but I wish he was playing more of a true three. Um, and, and when he gets under a guy and uses that length and, and just the way he can convert speed to power, like it, yeah. it, you get throw offensive linemen in it. Yeah. But uh, sometimes he'll get under a guy and he won't. He'll drive him back, but he won't get off the block. And yeah. I find that very frustrating. It's I know he can at times flash hands, but it just it feels like he doesn't finish a lot. Uh, it starts off well, and he, I don't know. I just I feel like a guy like this has bigger bust potential than now. A lot of these interior defensive linemen do. They do big yeah. swings here, and that's why I think Mozzie Smith's one of the safer guys. Me too. Because I can. I can picture the defined role for him, at, like even if he if doesn't, he doesn't yeah. fully hit. Yeah. Whereas some of these guys, I think it's a lot tougher, including Addy. He's a very specific player. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, he's gonna be a fun one. And I, again, because this interior defensive line class is so weird. Yeah, exactly. Like he's one of the fun parts of it, though. And even though I think I'm a little lower on him than you. No, I, I'm 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 really high on Eddie. Like I. Yeah, I, I have him. I have him like one spot above Mazzy. but like the great, like I said, the, my top. F- Thought you were gonna say above Jalen Carter. <laughs> no, after Carter, like the next few guys are are, are tough to stack for me. The next four guys, um, but yeah, um, like I, I think everything you just said. Yeah, it's, he's a swing, but that's why he's got the highest ceiling. Who'd you who'd you, you know, end up with? <laughs> well, I went with the guy who is also a swing um, and also lacks size, uh, but I think he has the best pass rush plan outside of Jalen Carter, and that's Klaja Kansi. Uh, who I am much like I, I do not have a first round grade on him. Any top ten talk with Klaja Kanti is insane to me. Yeah. But I can see why he has like a chance to go at the. I guess he's gonna go earlier than this, but I can see why I would argue he's worthy of a back end of the first round pick. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just yeah, the pass rush plan with him, and now unlike Addy, like where where they're basically the same size, uh, he his arms are nearly four inches shorter and that's why the kind of some of these aaron donald or even ed oliver comps don't totally work because sure they're similar in stature but the length is where you you really, uh, like aaron I, donald's got like arms are like two inches longer than Clark i went Kansi's. i went back and watched aaron donald and you you, you stack him with canty and it's like this is not the same size man no it, it just isn't donald like i was watching what miami him against miami in 2013 and like Going up against like, who was it, Eric Flowers and Central Henderson, oh, and like he, who like yeah okay bus but you know NFL players and he his, yeah his thighs were the same size as theirs at, at whatever well, yeah, three thirty it's, it's a very different two eighty ish with with Kalaja Kanti and him because Kanti literally sometimes like he kind of looks like a a big running back yeah Aaron Donald looks like 
an NFL offensive lineman at times. Like he's just so stout. And yeah. Thick. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think people are like look at measurements too. Like you got to look at body types. Um, I will say that I like Kansi. I do. And we kind yeah, of uh, do you back. like him more than you thought? Yeah, because he's he's really good. <laughs> he's really good. He's but really I, good. He's a great pass rush plan, and he's mm-hmm. really fun too. And it, I is. feel like it sucks because sometimes a guy gets overhyped. You're like, I like this guy. I want to be like enjoy him, and I can't because he's getting talked about in the top ten when he really shouldn't be there. So yeah. now I've got to be the naysayer about you know, him, and I don't want to be because I enjoy his tape. Okay, I'll give you two maybe dumb takes here, but one, <laughs> I th- I think the pit helmet uh, influences it. And two, where the more nuanced take is, I think he he's he's like the first of like the overcorrection from the NFL where they missed on these undersized three techs over and over and over again in the mid you know in the twenty tens. Like I mean, Donald was still what thirteen, but he should have went higher. Should have been uh, a pick. Yeah, exactly. Like a bunch of these guys, right? That maybe it didn't turn into Aaron Donald level players, but very. Brady like, Jarrett fell yeah, to what the fifth round. Exactly. That's my that's my comp by the way. I couldn't think of a great one for Kansi, but. Guys like that, where I think I think Kansi's the first one where it's the overcorrection, where now it's like okay, well you know he went to pit, but no, like he's he's undersized, he's dynamic as hell, uh, and we've seen like this is the NFL talking, and we've seen players like him um, with the pass rush that he can bring be worthy of a top ten pick, right? Like like well, great, at Oliver, at Oliver, yeah, yeah, definitely. But like I think if you stack Oliver and Kansi, it's still two different beasts, and like I think what I come back to is he's. Even though he's six one two eighty one, yes, that's small on paper, but he's even smaller in reality. You know. Anyways, go. He go. looks. He is noticeably small on tape. But hey, I'm talking about why he's the highest ceiling. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, it's the pass rush plan. Like, yeah. and, and and I mean, like he ran the four six seven forty with a ridiculous uh, ten yard split, and and uh, his pro day numbers were like insane. Um, I, I let me let me pull them up real quick for you, AJ. The uh, three cone was a seven flat. The shuttle is a four three six, um, plus an over thirty three inch vert. Like explosive as hell. You can see that. But unlike some of the other super explosive guys, like the passer's plan is very much there. Like he can, he throws so many different changeups at you. Like mm-hmm. he, he can win with that athleticism, and that speed. And, and it's not the same as Jalen Carter, but like Jalen Carter, like he. Has a repertoire. Uh, he uses his hands really well, even though he's kind of a smaller, shorter guy, uh, lengthwise. Um, but like he understands how to like win with a swipe move. You'll see him throw freaking euro step club swim in there, <laughs> like uh, uh, just speed to rip. Um, yeah, another guy he, speed he, speed to power in the inside too. Speed to power is there too. Yeah, like I, I guess the big concern with him is just. Can he play on rundowns? Like, what's that going to look like? Yeah. And we're talking about how the NFL is kind of correcting back and, like, some teams are running it up the gut at you because yeah. you're, you're playing a defense set to slow the pass. And how's Kansi going to handle that? And Like, that is a big concern, obviously, and that's why I don't think you can take a player like this top 10. But I, I at the same time, like, the pass rush upside is mm-hmm. second only to Jalen Carter, I think, in this class because he's got the athletic traits for it. And you see it on tape. I agree. You don't yeah. consistently. Um, I, I, I he's a really fun player. I I just I guess yeah. I don't know what's gonna happen. Like he can't. Like you can just and you see it on tape too. Like uh, you can just kind of run it at him and I saw and walk. And, yeah, and he didn't play very good offensive lines this year too. No, which I know. I mean, like it's not something I'm really holding against anyone, but I it's context worth adding. 
Yeah, like like the Tennessee game, that's maybe the best front he saw. And I think you saw a big difference. Like for the few times he he saw Darnell Wright, he still looked like a good football player, but it's not like it's not a dominant football player, right? Yeah, not a top ten pick. Yeah, um, and like was had a couple like solid raps against Darnell Wright, but like yeah, but you know when he when it, like doing to the upside when he uses that leverage, the natural leverage, and he can win with that. That that's very very scary. Um, and like you said, like the, the athleticism is there. He's lightning quick. I mean, but like in, in the run, like. It's inconsistent, and, like, you know, you double him, he's got no chance, right? He's getting washed, but... And I feel like his eyes in the run can be lackluster, but, like, when he uses the quickness, it looks pretty decent, but he just never will be consistent at doing it, right? Like, And and sometimes he can hold up and make some tackles and just get off the blocks with the quicks, too, and just... I don't know. I will say, though, too, there's some shoddy tackling, also. Yeah, I was going to say that. Like, the lack of weight shows up at times, and also the lack of length, which shows up more. Um, that worries me too. So rundowns, there is some potential there, but it's very concerning, <laughs> you know. But again, it just I, I I always want to think about it in terms of our rookie show because content is king here. Um, he's no matter where he ends up or how he plays, like he's going to be a fun talking point for us yeah. uh, during the rookie shows, and I'm excited about that. I think just yeah, absolutely. I think kind of just off topic and or on topic, but a little bit of a. Of a of another way to go in terms of ideal value, which we taught, we touched upon, like how many snaps do you need to be getting out of guys to like really be worth, I don't know, a top 20 pick, you know, like, like if you said Jalen Carter, I think we both have him top five, like I have a top five grade, you know, he's going to, it's going to be him or Will Anderson. I haven't settled it yet. 50% of snaps. Is that enough for my guy at that, at that, if you're taking a top 10 pick on him, of the, uh, of the top guys, Mazzy Smith might be on the field the most, and I think maybe that's why it goes to the highest floor, right? Um, I I I think it 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 depends on how like what's the quality of those snaps, right? Yeah, like, absolutely. Um, I'm pulling up snap percentages uh, <laughs> right now as we speak. Well, like, and Aaron Donald's gotta be high, right? Like, you know what I mean. But, well, let's use. I, I just see Jeff Simmons here. Good. Um, yeah. Eighty-three percent. Yeah. Right. Like, like, which is actually more than I was expecting. Yeah, I think they play. They they play a bit. Like those guys play. You know, and can't see. I, I don't know. First downs. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe not. Short situations. He's not on the field. Right. Like, it's gonna be interesting. You're gonna have to have, have a plan for Cansey. You know, and that to me makes him not worth. Like if you swing on the twenties, I'm okay with that. But anything higher than that, I don't know. Like looking at some some of the top, Deron Payne led all interior defensive linemen, eighty seven percent. John Allen at eighty five percent. Washington just doesn't like to rotate. Yeah. yeah. Wilkins, Christian Wilkins, eighty three. Jeff Simmons, eighty three. I mean, Dexter Lawrence playing eighty two percent. The Giants um, don't like to rotate either. Like yeah. all the best guys are playing the most for mm-hmm. the moment. Oh, Greg Gaines is in the top ten at seventy nine. Okay, Greg so, Gaines, yeah, like damn I said, all the be- all the best guys are, are playing the most. Um, so I, 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 it also depends what your skill set is, right? So like yeah. we're talking about uh, right now, we're talking about uh, Klaja Kansi, and, and you mentioned um, Grady Jarrett to Procomp. Yeah. Grady Jarrett's playing, playing 76% of the snaps. In yeah. uh, Grady Jarrett, I think, uh, is a much was a much better run defender for Clemson than Kansi. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. no, still, very, very interesting conversation. Um, yeah, like, like, I think you need 70-plus, you know? 
Like even 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 out of Jalen Carter, but he's built to, he's built to it. It's the only thing is the motor and the the conditioning stuff. He's built. He's definitely built to be in that eighty. Plus. It also depends on the context of your roster. Right? Like if you're Absolutely, the Eagles, yeah. it makes sense that <laughs> For you're Davis. playing way yeah. you're playing way less snaps than yeah. than uh, Greg Gaines is for the Rams. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, Greg Gaines should play the most snaps in the league, in my opinion. Okay, <laughs> let's 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 keep moving. Let's jump over to value pick. Now we're talking early day three, or because this class is kind of hard to figure out where guys will actually go. Just how about a guy who you really like that you have the early day three grade on, even if he's maybe going later. I don't know. That. Yeah, I don't know. I, I go with a guy that I have in the third, so maybe it's too rich. But I'm like, let me say the name, and then if you give me shit, I'll, I'll audible quick. Okay, well, I always do. So I went with Zach Pickens. Too high? Yeah, I'll give you some shit for that. Zach Pickens going top 100. Yeah, I know, I know. But, like, I feel like the, the class fine. drops. I feel like the class he, drops he, a lot. To me, he is the um, the top guy, My or at least my top interior defensive lineman of the guys who are not going in the first or second round. Um. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's fair. Hold on, let me... I, I fucked my files up for a second. Yeah, I think that's fair. I had I, no... I, He's not mine. He's not mine. But I don't know where they're going to go. He's my he's my IDL 8. Where do you have him? I also have him 8. Okay, so fuck you. I'm going to talk about him. <laughs> well, I th- no, I mean value picks normally. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I mean, but no, no. Let, let, let's talk about it. Zach, Zach Pickens is a guy who... Uh, blue chip recruit. No, hold on. Very- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a different one. I'm going to give you a different one. We'll oh get to Zach Pickens. Oh, my God. I was ready. I, I, I thought of everything I was going to say. Blue chip recruit. Well, we're not going to not talk about Zach Pickens. Okay. Keandre Coburn. You go with that one? That's a great one because I love nose tackles. Yeah, exactly. That's I'd, a perfect one. Yeah, it's a good That's one. That's the Thank best you. one you could have picked. Yeah. Thank you. Um, it's just like I was looking for the fourth round, and I only have like two fourth round grades. So I think Coburn's Same. into the fifth. I think Coburn's into the fifth. But yeah, I got a fifth round grade on him. Yeah, but 6'2", 332, big old boy. Love that. Um, like, didn't test, amazing, but he's a big boy, and he's got a good three cone, and you see that. He's nimble enough to like... You know, split a pin, pin and pull and make some plays in the backfield. Like, I think that's good. Like, and, and quick enough to make some plays there. And, like, he's not going to offer. Mean, I don't even care about that. What he no. does well is he just eats space. Yeah. Yeah. No. I, but I'm just saying he's got more than just that, too. You know? Like, yeah. It's just, no, no, for sure. Because he I mean, can test it better than some mm-hmm. of the other nose tackles who have a lot more hype than him. Yeah. Like, I, like, and you see him, like, even make plays working down the line. He's He's got a good of a motor, and he's not he's not just a plug, is what I'm just going to say. But he is. He's a great one. <laughs> like, you yeah, just he, stick him in the middle and eat, eat a bunch of space. He's, no, no, I'm not saying the Ravens are going to take him, but like five years ago, yeah. he's the type of guy the Ravens take him. Everyone's like, oh man, that's a good fit for yeah. them. And that's yeah. what Keon, Keandre Coburn is in. For anyone who wants like a two gap, a no true nose tackle, yeah. who can who can make a couple plays when he needs to. Yeah, absolutely. This, exactly. this is your guy. Yeah. I just want to give him some love there because I think he can do more than just plug, you know? He, like, again, you're not going to offer a whole lot of, of pass rush. You got a bit of a pull, a bull rush, and he can, you know, push yeah, the clock a little he bit. Does. My only thing is, like, if his hands get better and his um, sometimes leverage is a little inconsistent, those two things, yeah. that's that's a tenure. That's a tenure vet, you know? He, uh, um, my comp from is Brandon Williams. It's a good. Ravens old nose tackle. Yeah. I went with Tim Settle, but I don't know he's not that same athlete. Nah. My comps See, are shit. Th- my comps are shit this t- year. Yeah, they are. I'm sick, this okay? Give me some crap. This year, um, no, the rest of the <laughs> episodes are great. <laughs> Tim Settle Tim Settle was an, uh, an anomaly. He's the best interior <laughs> defensive lineman I've ever seen. <laughs> You're right. Um, yeah. uh, he was 330 pounds. He still is. Uh, <laughs> and more of a pass rusher than a run stuffer. 
I know. Um, okay. But isn't anymore. Yeah, go on. Uh, I'll, I'll go the complete opposite direction and go with a guy who's like nearly 50 pounds lighter. I'm going with Wake Forest's Kobe Turner. I know, I know you were. You love Kobe Turner. I know you do. Kobe Turner is awesome. If I want a guy who is way stronger than his size says he should be, this is your yeah, guy. Yeah. Kobe Turner is a, uh animal against the run. He is a guy who played all over the Wake Forest front. A Richmond transfer, I should mention. Yeah. Um, Go Spiders. Was like not technically. I don't think he was technically a starter at Wake Forest. Uh, no, he wasn't. But dude is a leverage monster, has incredible quickness, tested really well. I think his three cone was something silly. Um, wasn't invited to the combine. Had a great uh, East-West Shrine Bowl. He's like the only guy who could beat my boy, Antonio Mafi there. Um, and just he he's just plays like he's tough as nails. Mm-hmm. And he plays his ass off. There's this one forced fumble against Florida State where he came all the way across the field uh, and, and ripped the ball as the, yeah, out of the ball carrier's hand. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, he can shoot gaps if you want him to, but like he can just be a two-gapping four-eye or two-tech or nose-tackle if you need it. He played all over the place. I just think he's going to be such a useful 50% of his snaps predominantly as a run defender. But the, the athleticism and at times you see him produces a pass rusher um the pass rushing upside is just i think interesting with him even though like that's not his game uh and i found the numbers 7.093 cone 449 short shuttle that's good yeah i don't know how the rest of his testing it would would did he do the full pro day or did he just do the agility uh, he just did the agility mm-hmm. and the bench where he put up thirty one. Okay, that that checks that my, checks out. That's why he's my guy. Yeah, because like the strength, the strength's the first thing that pops to you, right? And yeah, he's you so love, much stronger than he should be at two eighty. Yeah, he looks bigger than that too. Honestly, um, <laughs> he's seven pounds heavier than Cansey. I don't, I don't think I believe you. Um, like the and the motor's great too. Like the super high effort, like you said, like that that play against Florida State coming back. Uh, what was it, like 10, field, 10 yards downfield and forcing the fumble? Um, but, yeah, just re- I find him relentless. I think that's the word for him. Yeah. Just, just doesn't he, stop. He, yeah. He he plays pissed off. Like, yeah. I, he, he's kind of got that, like, blue-collar workman attitude. Or, yeah. Like, Lunch pail, he, baby. Like, he knows he's on the field to stop the run. Yeah. And, and, like, and he's okay with that. I just I wish he was bigger. That's, that's the only thing, right? Um, yeah, but... Yeah, but I also think like he could get up ten pounds heavier, and like because of what like yeah. he is, like I I'm fine with his size. Yeah, I think that, that's fair. Um, like I, I could see a path to him. Like I I, I kind of wish he was actually like maybe a little bit um, longer um, mm-hmm. than heavier. Although he was two ninety three at the pro day. Yeah, there you go. That's an extra five pounds. From, from like I, I see a path that like he could be a starting five tech. Yeah, I, I think the spot is you know the fit's gonna be a little interesting too. I I think I think that's yeah I think that's probably the right spot for him though. Um, now going to uh, sleeper where you'll probably have what Jalen Carter. Yeah, I got Jalen Carter. Sometimes he takes he sleeps, so he's good. Um, no, I'm with <laughs> I'm with my guy. I'm with my guy Gerard Clark, baby. No stackles. All no stackles. Um, six three and, and a half, three thirty four. Eat that space, baby. Um, now he he's not offering the same um, athletic. Like he's not doesn't have the same movement as Coburn does or anything like that. No, 
He's, he's just going to sit down. He's, he's got that sit-down ability. He can sit on those doubles. He's just going to need space. But he, I think for a guy his size, because he's, he's more like, he's got a huge wingspan. Like he, he's he's going to need a bunch of space. I think he moves pretty well for that size. And Yeah, you see him make some plays and in, in kind of like flash out a little bit of short area quickness. Yeah, like where, yeah. Where he gets into the backfield and the, and the kind of moves his feet to get over a couple yards and make the play. And, like, didn't test awful for a man his size either, like, at Tested all. Than I thought. Yeah, and, like, you know, some bull rush to him. We'll push the pocket a bit. Um, my only thing is, like, kind of, like, don't like when he gets cut off balance as a pass rusher. He's, he'll play ahead of his feet and lose his balance. I, I think you just got to fix that a bit and get a little bit more sound. But, but at other the same that, time, like, you're drafting him late day three yeah. or whatever, and, yeah. like, you're not expecting him to beat, like, I just no. want you to come in here be pot roast night, you know, like eat yep. some space for like 15 snaps a game. Yep. That's it. I think he can give it to you. And like you said, yep. sixth or seventh round. Um, again, I'll go with the complete opposite and I'll go with someone who's nearly 50 pounds. Later. I respect yeah, how you're yes. like, I like how you're like stumping for these, um, for all these, <laughs> all these no tackles. And then you're like, yeah, no, I want a little gap shooter. Um, yeah. Nessa J. Silveri, your guy. <laughs> No, unfortunately, he did not earn a draftable grade. It's sad. It did for me. But him. he's going to be so good in the XFL. <laughs> Go. Um, Deswan Johnson. Toledo. Of Toledo. That's my yeah. guy. 6'2", 285. Uh, another guy who was snubbed from the combine but was at the East West Shramble. Um I'm in Galco's pocket. No, or is Galco in my... No, I'm in Galco's pocket, yeah. Um, he, he is... Dude just plays relentless football... Uh, he's kind of like the the poor man's Adi Adeboware, where it's just like he can generate so much power. Um, he actually uses his hands a lot better than Adeboware, uh, and uh, you see him just totally take over games in the MAC. Um, he's got he, he he he'll like he's such an impactful run defender where he'd shoot a gap and, and blow it up, but he could just drive you back when he generates that that power. Um, you'll see him get off blocks too with a club swim. Uh, and he plays just hair on fire, great with leverage. Um, obviously, like he's not a guy who's going to anchor down all that well. Like he is, mm-hmm. as a run defender, he's shooting a gap or he's blowing you back. Like he's not, he's not like gap discipline. Like I don't want this guy too gapping, you know. Uh, but also, Toledo did a really good job utilizing him all over the place. I, I I had him lining up as three tech, one tech, five tech, two tech, nose tackle, and edge. Um, literally every spot. Um, and I just think that he's going to be a really kind of splashy rotational defensive lineman that I get in the – I don't know. What round do you think he'll go in? I have a fifth-round grade on him. I think like the sixth. Yeah. Uh, and, and another guy who um, – he tested quite well. Yeah. No, he did. Uh, that's, a, that's a really good pick. Thank you. He's um, a fun player. He is fun. Um, how about deep, deep sleeper? sleeper? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. There's no one I, I love, so I went, I went back to the well here, Rob. How about our guy, Dom Peterson? Can't quit him. Didn't test well, though. another 330-pound man. <laughs> no, I, won't, I, had to, I had to say here. Didn't test well, which, it, you know, doesn't doesn't feel great. But I think you watch him on tape, and I don't know. He's better. He, he plays faster than he tested. Um, coming out of Nevada, started a lot of games there. Was really, really productive. Um, has that pass rush productivity. Um, a guy that was kind of playing, you know, all over the field for Nevada too. Never kind of just let him sit as that three t- a little bit, but like not not as much as they should have. I just think like I don't know if he's a to- obviously undraftable guy, but 
just I think just enough, you know, undersized. Got some quakes that like undersized three tag. I, I think there's enough there to to be an interesting guy. Like got some slipperiness. We'll shoot that gap. Just for the Vegas Vipers. <laughs> exactly. There you St. go. St. Louis Battlehawks. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, that is your guy. I respect that. I, I I don't know if my guy's a deep sleeper. He uh, I have a draftable on him. I do think he'll get drafted. Um, he comes out of Chattanooga. Go Mox. Didn't get invited to the combine. Uh, Devontra Maxwell. That's a good one. Who yeah. I just think's really interesting uh, because the the athleticism you see is very obvious on tape. And I just thought he had such a better pass rush plan than I was expecting out of a guy. Just kind of coming from that level and mm-hmm. being viewed the way he's being viewed. Like he he had like I saw him against Illinois. He just took over the game. He had two sacks. He had like three run stops. He, he busted out a spin move for a sack. He, he came out with a swipe for a sack. Like, not just, like, being... Not just bull rushing, you know? Like, they were very quality pass rushing reps. Um, and then I thought he was much more stout uh, against the run than I was expecting. Against a good Illinois offensive line at 6-2-2-99. Like, I thought he anchored down pretty well. Um, yeah, he's just really, really interesting football player to me. He is. No, he's, he's good. Uh, that's a good pick. Yeah, I just... I, I think... I think he ends up he ends up getting drafted, no? Me too. Yeah, especially in this class. Like I would rather swing on him than take some of these other mm-hmm. guys kind of being viewed in the same range. Okay. Um do we just do the rest of the podcast in our wild card uh, segment here? Yeah, we just who's your we'll we'll just do our top ten wild cards at interior <laughs> defensive line. Um I think guy just, that we haven't talked about. That's what I was going to do. Because, um, I mean, literally, Cansey is one. Adabwari is one. Jalen Carter is one. But we've all talked about that. Mazzy Smith is even one, too. Like, he is a bit of one, yeah. yeah. Okay, so choose. Brian Brissy or Gervon Dexter? I'll pick whichever one you don't. <laughs> well, no, Actually, just, no, I'm going to pick someone else. I'm going to pick someone else. Um, okay. I think Brian Brissy's uh, a massive wild card. Just yeah. be, I, I think he's the bigger wild card because he has a chance to go higher than Dexter. I, I agree. That's a good good point. Yeah, Dexter feels like he's he's, he's, he's fallen. Like yeah, it was gone. Brissy, I feel uh, he is like the whole time is like going back to the summer has been the guy who's like kind of been the number two interior defensive lineman in the class mm-hmm. a, a, after Jalen Carter. Just like by narrative, not like not because of tape. Um, and really, it feels like Kalijah Kansi's the only guy to kind of challenge him for that. And, and even still, you're seeing Brian Brissy, I, I think, go, generally speaking, top 15, top 20-ish in mocks. Yeah. Rarely, I think it's like not, it's, yeah. not really like not getting past the first 30 picks. Yeah. Um, He's still in every and, first round mock. Yes. Uh, and I just. I don't know. Like, the tape is super... I think he is one of the biggest gambles in the whole draft. He is a guy who is the number one recruit in his recruiting class. He had flashes at Clemson. He tore his ACL as a sophomore. Yeah. He came back this year, and, and, and mind you, he's dealing with a lot off the field. Um, yeah. his, his sister uh, passed away um, due to cancer, and then he, he had a kidney infection, and he was playing hurt, and just all this stuff. Yeah. That And, and so, like... Some games you'd see flashes of holy man, this guy's got so much pass rushing upside. Such a fluid athlete at six six two ninety eight. Uh, uh, one game that comes to mind for me um, was the North Carolina game, the championship game. Like he, I thought he looked quite good in that game. Then other games he kind of disappears for long stretches. Uh, so I just I think you just truly don't know what you're getting. 
Yeah, I, I tend to believe what we scout him late season, like UNC and, and Tennessee, is who he is. Because, like you said, just a hell of a year for, for him as a person. And, like, battling illness and injury, like, that's just a lot, you know? Um, and like you said, I, I do like Brian Bercy. I, I still got him number two. I still got him number two in this group. Okay, I really don't. Yeah, I, I, like, you know, like you said, 6'6", 298. I'm still going to buy that upside. Like, I just... You know, with that size, he's just big and he plays big. You know, like like you said, he's a really good mover and the get off is good. And just, I think he plays with a really great motor too. It, but like, I yeah. don't disagree that he wins with size and athleticism, which is a little scary jumping to the next level. Yeah. Right? Like the some things that stand out for me is like he doesn't really utilize his uh, like his length and his his, no. his hands and. It's just really, I'm a better athlete. I'm bigger. I'm faster. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also just like. He's a fine run defender, but he's not not a guy who's like really anchoring the defensive line and, and making a ton of plays against the run. Like you're drafting him high because of what you've seen in these glimpses as a pass rusher. Yeah, you are. And I think he would turn into a fine run defender too, though. I Yeah, he's fine. I don't know. He he's a huge wild card. I I don't know. You're definitely you know, buying the upside. I also don't I don't think he'll be a guy that just washes out though either. I think he'll even on the on the floor, he'll be fairly productive. It's just not that equal idea. Not first round type of guy, though. Obviously, a guy you know who I, I was like worst case scenario. Like, is this Jerry Tillery? Yeah, maybe. Super big, super athletic. The flashes were so bright, but it was just the inconsistency in play. And like mm-hmm. Jerry T- Tillery, obviously bust for the Chargers. Yeah, guy, I, I was way too high on. Maybe Me I'm too. <laughs> With Brian Bercy, but yeah, I don't know. I just didn't. I, I don't know. Just I thought he. I think part part of me wonders if he wasn't the number one recruit and didn't play at Clemson. Like, would we really like? Would he be being talked about as even a yeah, top I don't know. five interior defensive lineman in this class? Like, I, I well, in this class I, probably still, but yeah, uh, uh, in this class he's not a top five interior defensive lineman for me. Ooh, okay, I still got number two. I'm still I'm still buying all of that. I I I, I get the the concerns. But I'm still I'm still buying all of that. I just thought, yeah, he I saw it the least. Cons- I, he was one of the guys I struggled kind of figuring out my uh, my five six seven, and mm-hmm. I I went with a, a different wild card for my five. Um, Siaki Aika is a wild card. To me. <laughs> so there you go. Like I think anyone in my top seven could be called a wild card. Yeah, go on. Aika tested horribly. He, he's obviously he's a nose tackle. He was a guy who had some first round buzz. Yeah. He's the worst tester of like the entire group here. Um, he is 6'3", 335. So he's actually even smaller. Like he's obviously massive, but he's smaller than a lot of people thought he was. Yeah. Uh, and he's, he's like the, the same size as Massey Smith. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like he's he was propped up as so much bigger than that. He looks um, bigger. Which is probably better that he's not as big. It's yeah. um, given, especially the fact he tested so horribly at this size. Yeah, I think he's going to be a good, good run defender. Like he, he, he absorbs space really well. He, he plays with good leverage. Um, you see a little bit of pocket pushing too, as a nose. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just the fact that like as recently as last month, he was like being a fir- being mocked to the Cowboys in the first round, and I just don't think he's one of those. No. Nose tackles who possesses the ability ability to be worthy of that. Like I think he's going to be a solid starting nose tackle in the NFL. Um, but even then, like I don't, I also don't even think he's as good against the run as he's been propped up to be at times. Um, 
So I don't know. I just struggle with him, and I do wonder, like, will he? St- I I don't think he should go in the first two rounds. Will he? Who knows? I don't know. I I think it, I see it easier for him to slip out of the top 100 than go in the first two rounds. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's I like him thinking. though. That's why he's a wild card. Like, because yeah. if he went, I don't know. I'm just throwing a random number out here. 37th overall. Don't it's know too, who has that pick. Um, too high. To to the Seattle Seahawks. Um, <laughs> I don't think I'd be shocked, but I also would be sh- shocked if if he went 111th. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's yeah. why he's a wild card. Yeah, I will say like as a prospect, I'm, I think I said I'm a little bit higher on him than you are. I think like you're, he tested. You're saying you're higher on everyone than me, and you're yeah. the one who said you didn't like this class. This is well, except for these guys. Um, <laughs> I think like yeah, he tested horrible, but like I don't know, he's he's still light enough on his feet. You know, like it's not it's not. Terrible when you watch him. Like, it's, is he a great athlete? No, obviously not. But can he work down the line and make a play? Yes. Um, and I think he is better in, in the run than you. I, I, I think part of it, too, though, is the fact that I feel like he was held above Mozzie yeah. Smith this whole time. And I think Mozzie Smith got better tape and is way better an athlete. And yeah. the same size. Yeah. No, I, I mean. Just way more potential than Mozzie. Mozzie Smith's a better football player, like, period. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah. I. <laughs> But yeah, Ika, like I, I think he's good. Like he's he's gonna sit down against those doubles. I, I think he's he's gonna yeah, yeah. plant against the run. Like he's gonna be fine nose tackle. Heavy heavy hands. I think that's that's pretty good. Um, yeah, I think I think like a little bit of a threat to push the pocket with the power there. Another guy though, I don't I don't like. Like it's funny we've touched on these guys, but like another guy, he just gets overextended as a pass rusher and like ends up on the ground. Um, which I mean, it just scares me for when you know he's in there. Okay, it's clear run, but then they throw and then he's on the ground. Say, like, okay, great. <laughs> but no, I think I think against the run, he's he's fine. I, I, I like him. I still have a top one hundred grade on on. I oh, I, I do too. I have a third round grade on him. Me, I yeah, just me too. Yeah, I just feel like he was propped up as something that he never was at times. Going to best bet now. Outside of Jalen Carter. What guy in this group do you because kind of, again, like we mentioned, there's so many wild cards. Which yeah. guy in this group do you do you see like this guy's going to be a starting interior defensive lineman in the NFL? I'm not really overly worried about it. That's such a hard. That's very hard to say because like I have a guy. I have a guy. I'm very feels very strongly about. Okay, go hit me hit me with your guy and all. I love Keanu Benton. And I felt like he did. I I think like he'll be solid. I. You know, maybe I'll go with Zach Pickens here, but go on, Benton, go. Um, Keanu Benton's one of my favorite players in the entire class. A guy who was kind of asked to play a position that didn't totally showcase his abilities at Wisconsin, where they're playing so much odd front, and he's playing so much nose tackle, when he's really built to be a penetrating three-tech. Uh, so not like he's too gapping and really not getting that opportunity to make a ton of plays in the backfield or even as a pass rusher. Then you get him at the senior bowl, you see some of that pass rush capability and you see it in spurts on tape, mm-hmm. like th- throw on a couple of games at Michigan state. He is just dominating the run game. Um, and just the, the combo of his quickness, his power and in his effort, like he's running up and down the line, making plays against mm-hmm. the run. Throwing the Ohio State game, he's beating the interior of that offensive line like a drum as a pass rusher, where he's flashing the power. He's flashing really heavy hands. I think he's got some of the heaviest hands in this class. Um, and then it, it's the fact like that he was capable of just kind of 
anchoring down, holding the point, absorbing space as a nose tackle at, at 309. He tested out of this world, too. I, I think he's going to be so good. I have a uh, – he's very high in my rankings. Okay. I'm not as high on, on Benton. I, I think he's good. I think that's a good pick for best bet in, in this class, though, <clears throat> with so many gosh darn Oh, I also marks. want to point out he is uh, the youngest – Mm. Tied for the youngest in this class, but yeah, like like you know, he's six four three oh nine. He, he carries the weight well. Like he he's a big boy, um, and like you said, tested well. You see the athleticism. He's quick enough off the ball, and like yeah, he plays pretty rooted to the ground. I, I think he's gonna be. I agree with you. I don't disagree with you. I, I'm a little lower, but in terms of just like, I think he's gonna be very solid starter. I. I just I don't feel the upside there as much. I do oh, agree with, like, with the hands yeah, are pretty I don't good. Know. Heavy I don't know. Hands, really good athlete. I think he, he plays too high. I don't know. Like, um, Something's getting washed. Like he'll have to say washed him a couple times. And like you said, yeah, he's playing out of you know not really his spot. But like I don't know. Let's <clears> let's <throat> let's see some of these other guys who are, are natural penetrating three techs, man in the nose tackle position, in the Big Twelve, Big Ten. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, the Big Ten West, it doesn't really count. But continue. Damn. Um, <laughs> I don't know. There's not. There's not a lot of counter. To, like I don't know. I, I don't mind Benton. I think he's good. I top 100 for sure. I'm there with you. But like, oh, I have much higher than that. No, I don't. Yeah. Um, I think he's solid. We we do we do have very different rankings already now. Um, yeah, I think he's very solid. I just I don't know. I just so. don't. I I guess the trouble is like I don't know how Adi Adebowale is getting talked about as a top 50 first round pick. Keanu Benton. Is like fringe he, when when yeah. he is such a better football player, and I know Adi Adebowale has insane athleticism, but at some point, like the tape needs outweigh that, or I don't know. I I just think, I, it, I think it's Addy's very better, interesting. But I disagree. Okay, on tape, on tape, yeah, that's an insane take. Addy is not nearly as good against the run or the pass. I don't know. The name, what what does Addy Adebowale do better on tape than Keanu Benton other than get get Move. off the ball? Yeah. And, that, and then he gets stuck on a block because he can't get off them. Nah, he's got more than that. You're, you're too low on Addy. Anyways, I'm going to go with Zach Pickens. I'm going to go with Zach Pickens then since I didn't get a chance to talk to him, talk about him before. Um, 64291, but like feels bigger than that too, you know? Like he's kind of got some heft to him. Um, yeah, I thought he was more like three hundred five. Yeah, like him and him and ben- Benton looks like a lot broader than Pickens and taller. But yeah, I thought Pickens would be a little heavier, but um, but like he moves good too, though. He's got good quickness. He tests it really well too. Tests it well. I, I think like the him and Benton are kind of like the like and they're kind of like maybe the the I don't know maybe the similar similar kind of guys. Um, which like I think Pickens got some good quickness, like really good first step. Um, Uses his length really well because he's got what thirty four plus inch arms, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Um, uses that well. I think you see that. Um, also, heavy hands, not quite to Benton, but still heavy I, hands. Mm-hmm. I also, do you feel like Pickens' athleticism was underrated because he is a casualty of being in this class where there's just a bunch of freak shows? Like, I, yeah. The, the the man ran a four eight nine. Yeah. No, I think so too. Yeah. I. Pickens is very good, and like you know, I love him. Like one time they had him drop into coverage, and he made a play on the ball. It was pretty. Yeah, cool. he did. That was, it was uh, against Kentucky. I think. Yeah, against Kentucky. He, there you go. he was really good against Kentucky. He was really good, and like a couple I, run stops in there. Like not a guy that's going to anchor down and just you know eat space or anything. But I, I like him as like see. I think he's got more upside than Benton. Just with that, he he's he's got uh like penetrating three tech like he's got pass mm-hmm. rush upside that mm-hmm. some of these other guys don't and, and, and not just because he's an athlete but you like can see it more on tape than yeah. with some of these other guys yeah i agree 
Okay. I think, like, I don't know. Our rankings will be really different, but I do think the top nine guys are kind of clear. Yeah. Um, Pickens, too, I feel like in this class, just given what we th- where we think some of these guys might end up in the first round, like, mm-hmm. I-, I would rather Zach Pickens in the 80s than some of these guys in the first round, man. Yeah, me too. Me too. Like, I don't know. I, and, and Zach Pickens is going to be the forgotten about guy, and I think he's just going to be a good – that's a good pick for best bet. Former yeah. blue chip recruit, five-star. Yeah, I don't know why he feels like he's gotten kind of forgotten. I don't know. It's just weird. I feel like – It's a weird class, man. Cause like, it is a weird class. Like, that's why they throw, they're all wild cards. Wait, why is the league so low on Gamecocks, baby? That's a good question. <laughs> Conspiracy brewing. Um – Damn. All right, you want to get into it? Yeah. Uh, we'll get there. Twenty. Uh, no, where do you have Nesta Jade Silvera, and then we'll then we'll count. Twenty one. I got him twenty one. <laughs> really? Yeah. I got him twenty five. <laughs> I like Nesta. Still, give me that bull and shiny shot, baby. I love it. Um, yeah, the so, end, did you do the Eddie Vanderdose comp? Because I did. Yeah, of course. Okay. <laughs> twenty to sixteen. Uh, I, I twenty is where I got your guy, Deshaun Johnson. I, I think you got him in the sixth round too with you. Um, or so you had oh, him. Actually, with sorry. How, how many draftables do you have? Um, hold on one sec. Like I'll, I'll talk while you do the math. No, I got like, uh, like 20, 23, 24. Okay, I have twenty three, and now this is not a perfect science, but. Um, on average, the last five draft classes have had 19.8 defensive tackles drafted. So I would probably mm-hmm. th- maybe throw that up one or two, just with yeah. guys who are listed at defensive end. But yeah, um, yeah, okay. So we're in the same ballpark. There's more draftable guys than I thought there was going to be. Yeah, like like this. It's just like yeah. There's the depth is like the fifth and sixth rounds kind of. Yeah, yeah. It's the money yeah. round, baby. Mm-hmm. One of these guys going to be a pro bowler. <laughs> so I got, I got okay. Deshaun Johnson in the sixth round. Uh, I got gotcha. Gerard Clark 19th in the mid-six. I got uh, Cameron Young, your guy from Mississippi State. I got him in the mid-six. I fucking put that on. <laughs> I got DJ Dale in the sixth round Wait, as well. Say your numbers. I don't know what round 18, at Cameron Young, mid-six. Okay. 17, DJ Dale, also in the sixth. Uh, 16, I got the best player in the class, though. Jaqueline Roy. They got a late fifth, early sixth on him. We, okay, we're gonna have to talk about him in a second, because man, I don't. I'm, I'm confused about I'm something. Confused I need too. to ask. I need to ask you a couple questions. Mm-hmm. Okay, twentieth, I have Coastal Carolina's Drog Clark. Nineteen, I have Western Kentucky's Broderick Martin. Eighteen, I have Chattanooga's Devonsha Maxwell. Seventeen, I have Mississippi State's Cameron Young, and sixteen, I have Texas's Keandre Coburn. Okay, so I'm a little bit higher on Coburn than you. Let me know um, if you need any comps. I put one on everybody. <laughs> I, I forgot to write, write mine down. I'll give you top ten. Um, you want to talk to Quellen Roy now, or whoa, whoa, he's in my top fifteen. Respect. No, so no let's talk him now. I, I, I don't understand why every major NFL. Well, I do understand why every major NFL. Reporters like tweets out everything he's done. Yeah, uh, it's because they. I guess his agent might be a source. Um, he no didn't way. test well. His tape no. is fine. Like he's a draftable player, but yeah. like it's weird. Some of the like him being propped up, especially in this class, like him him. Where I feel like it's more obvious in this class because it's not a great class. Who is worth the top one hundred pick? And him being propped up as one of those guys is so strange to me. Yeah. Like. I thought he's like he looks like a fine one technique to me. Yeah, like, yeah, I agree. He's like, like, 
strong hands, plays with good <laughs> leverage, good motor. You can hold the point, but like he's not an especially exciting player, and he did not no. test well. I find him just very boring, but I think he's just he's solid. I think he can hang. Yeah. Mm. Like he'll be in the rotation, like fine. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, it's just that that's been like such a weird like kind of underrated storyline. <laughs> like everything he does gets tweeted by Ian Rappaport. And, okay. There seems like there's people high on him too, but now it's like is the agent in their year? Like I don't I don't know. Um, okay, you're gonna hate me. Fifteen is where I got Kobe Turner, uh, but I got him in, in the fifth round here. Uh, 14 is where I got the GOAT, Dante Steals, mid-fifth round on him. Oh. Okay. Uh, 13, I got Keandre Coburn, mid-fifth. 12, I got Byron Young uh, from Alabama. That Finish is, your drink. We nailed this one. We nailed Byron Young. Mid-fifth round grade. And 11, I got the other Texas Longhorn, Moro Jomo. It's fun uh, player. Late fourth round on him, though. Damn, I got Dante Steals 22. I, he's, good. he's really good at the Swiss Ramble, though. I like, like, I think Stills is, I don't know. Do you want to actually talk to Anthony Stills? I I, I was just like, he's a very specific type of player. And I just had a hard hard time, like, ranking him above some of these nose tackles who I know, like, what they're going to do. But, like, you know, tested really well. He's a quick dude. And, yeah, it's just. He hands well. He does. And I think he's a good player. It's just, yeah, I don't know exactly what you're going to do. I have a draftable on him, but. Mm -hmm. um, Okay. Fifteen. I, I have Toledo's Dijuan Johnson, um, with a, a John Randall comp. <laughs> I, I've not. I've seen a John Randall comp for someone in this class. I don't know if I, you saw that. I saw it too. Yeah. Okay, that was insane. Um, Fourteen. I have uh, NFL media's favorite LSU's uh, Clem Roy. Uh, Thirteen. I have Texas's Moro Ojomo. Twelve. I have Alabama's Byron Young. And eleven. I have Wake Forest's Kobe Turner. Is uh? Do we want to talk Byron Young a little bit? Is it worth yeah, it? Yeah, Byron Byron Young, another guy like gonna be a good player in the rotation. Yeah, he's kind of played all over that Alabama front. Good run defender, plays with good leverage, heavy hands, a little bit of power as a rusher. He's got some length to him too, and I feel like he can. Yeah, he's just not a great athlete, and yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I think he's fine. It's not as good as I thought he was gonna be. I'm Me sorry, neither. Everybody. I think that that kind of uh, happened at the Senior Bowl, though. You know. Yeah, where there. like he kind of like. I don't want to say like he didn't get exposed, but he just didn't. He wasn't shine. The guy we thought. Yeah, he could exactly. Uh, Moro is a really fun player, right? Eh? He is. I like Ojomo a lot. I mean, I like both of these Texas guys. The the very different types of players. They are very fun. Uh, yeah, good, good, really good athlete. Played like five tech, three tech, four eye. Mm-hmm. Um, you see, like he's a very slippery player. He is, but like also like strong upper body and like he's got some power to him. Yeah, another guy. A lot of these guys are just gonna be he, solid players in the rotation. Ojoa should have been my value pick. Either take one of the Texas yeah. guys. That's your value pick. Take them both, two for one. Um, oh, I just want to say I really like Western Kentucky's Project Martin. I just want that out there. <laughs> I appreciate He's massive. Okay, ten to six. Yeah, so we're going to get very different here, but I think we're going to have the same guys. So We have to have the same guys, or one of us did something messed up. <laughs> I might have. Uh, 10, Carl Brooks, the Bowling Green machine. Hey, the most productive player in this class. Yeah, I got a mid-fourth round grade on him. Uh, nine is where I got, you said he's the best player in the class, Keanu Benton. I got a mid, so much higher, oh my God. <laughs> mid to late third on him. Uh, him and Pickens are close for me, though. I have Pickens eighth. So, uh, mid to late third on him. You know we got Byron Young and Zach Pickens, right? Yeah, they're good players. Um, seven is where we got Siaki Ika. Uh, mid third on him. 
And uh, six is where the only guy we haven't talked about, Gervon Dexter. Uh, still interested. I got an early to mid third on him. Okay, prepared a very different name set. Yeah, I know. Uh, ten, I have Baylor Siaki Yaika uh, with a third round grade. Um, it's like, I don't know, Snacks Harrison, I guess. I, I, um, I put, um, oh my God, I put um, Danny Shelton. That's a good one. Nine, I have Bowling Green's Carl Brooks with a third round grade and Danico Autry, one of my favorite players. Yeah, that's a pretty good one, yeah. Uh, eight, I have Seth Carolina, Zach Pickens, third round grade, Nick Fairley comp. I have the same comp. We're, we're dead on with, with Zach Pickens. Okay. Zach Pickens, we know what he's going to be. Yeah, okay. Seven, I have Adi Adebowari of Northwestern, uh, second round grade. I have, se- I have okay. six second round grades. I love how you're tearing me apart for Adi, but you have a second round. Like, we both have second round grades on him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Milton Williams comp, one of my favorite players. Um, in six, I have Clemson's Brian Brissey. Uh, second round grade. Uh, uh, Leonard Williams, if everything works. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I saw someone mention this, and I kind of stole it. I, I think if everything works, it could be Darnell Dockett. Oh, that's I a high. Love, I, I love Darnell Dockett. Yeah, I know, but if that's if everything. Darnell Dockett, throw him the Cortez Kennedy um, vein there was so underrated. Yeah, I, we got to split. You know, <laughs> you know my Addy comp. He's a hard one to comp. I went. You remember Clinton McDonald's? Yeah, but you super supercharged Clinton McDonald. That's exactly it. Yeah. You know, it's so weird. I was looking at Clinton McDonald's Pro Football Reference page Cl- today. Clinton McDonald's good. He was very good. He just he just you know, got there late. He hit it late. Um, okay, you got Dexter in your top five. Okay, so five for me is where I got Massey Smith. Okay, wait, wait. Should we talk about Carl Brooks? Oh yeah, let's talk about Carl Brooks. Sorry, yeah, we talked about like everybody but him and Carl Brooks. Yeah, yeah, Carl Brooks. Uh, I skipped on box score, and he had forty six TFLs, twenty seven oh. and a half sacks. So yeah, um, ideal one. Yeah, smart. He's uh, one. He should have been at the combine. It's ridiculous that he wasn't. Yeah, um, had a very good senior bowl, but a three hundred three pound edge rusher at Bowling Green who's going to move inside to be a penetrating three tech where he like rarely even moonlighted there. Yeah, um, but. Way better pass rush plan than I thought he would have. Like, very good at converting speed to power as an edge. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. he- heavy-handed and uses those hands. Like, he's he's got some moves in him. Uh, can go, like, uh, the the uh, rip and dip. Can um, you see a swipe on tape? He's a really interesting guy to me. He is. I... Like, he didn't test amazing, you know? Yeah, he didn't test as well as you'd hope, right? Yeah. The first step, though, I, like, that checks out. Like, I think he's quick, like... And, like, I think he just... Like, he plays, like, good balance in terms of, like, just, like, the feet and the hands are working really well together and, like, always underneath them. Like you said, the hands are active and pretty good pop and stuff like that. Um, like, I think he's got moves, but another guy who's, like, if he's not winning off the snap is kind of, like, stalling. Like, maybe he's got moves but no counters. I don't know. Yeah, that's... Um, no, for sure. Plays a little high too. That kind of worry. Those two things kind of worry me. Um, I don't know. I, I like Carl Brooks a lot. I just I don't know if I see like big up. Like he's got the goods to have the upside, but I don't know if it's if he's gonna hit it. But I like Brooks. I think, I think he's gonna be just solid, solid rotational guy. Before he becomes really good, like Danico Audrey. <laughs> yeah. There you go. All right, five to one. Five. For me, I don't know. I my one my my two through five is hard for me to split. I have a hard time. My two uh, through seven, f- five <laughs> five for me is Mazzy Smith, uh, who should be my two. I want to move him. Uh, second round grade, like these guys are all mid second and higher. Four is where I got Addy. 
uh, second round grade. Uh, three is where I got Kalijah Kansi, a little bit Okay, we, we hit that on the head. He is third for me. Okay. Early, mid-second. And I have Brian Bercy, too. Early, second. And, and then Jalen Carter. I have a top five grade on him. Yeah. Yeah. Jalen Carter is going to be top three player in this class. Yeah. Or top, actually, top two. I mean, it's, it's literally just him or Will Anderson. It, honestly, in terms of talent, is it Carter, Anderson, and whatever order, and Bijan? Like, if those are the three like, most Yeah, talented. I think those are probably the three most talented players. Yeah. Like, unless you're obsessed with one of these quarterbacks. Yeah. And, yeah, I think then after that, it might be stack your quarterbacks. But, well, maybe the top three. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, or, or if you really love one of the cornerbacks. Yeah, true, true. Uh, okay. Five for me is Javon uh, uh, Dexter, Florida, second-round grade, uh, Stephen Tewitt comp. Interesting. F- four is Michigan's Mozzie Smith, uh, second-round grade. It's like somewhere in the Don Terry Poe to Kenny Clark range. Yeah, that's um, good. That makes sense. Three, Kalaja <clears throat> Kansi of Pittsburgh, second-round grade. John really Randall. Hard, hard player to comp. So, yeah, I just went ahead and said the best pass-rushing defensive tackle in NFL history. Outside of Aaron Donald, because um, that'd be too cliche. No, how about this? And now it's it's weird because this man was very wide, and Kalaja Kansi is not pint sized Jarrell Casey. I think playing style. I think it, it makes sense. The, yeah, I, I went back and I was like, Jarrell Casey, like he, it, Jarrell Casey's playing all over that Titans front. He's a very mm-hmm. good pass rusher. He's just like such a wide human being, and Kalaja yeah. Kansi isn't. So it's like kind of hard to. Make it make sense, but I, I don't know. Style wise, I thought it was similar. Realistically, uh, Kansi has no comp. But yeah, I agree with you, style wise. Outside of John Randall, you mean? <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, two, Wisconsin's Keanu Benton. Ooh, okay. Okay, that's what we have Second round grade. Yeah, okay. What's uh, your comp? Somewhere between Quan Short and Christian Wilkins. I love Keanu Benton. I think he's so good at football. I got, I got a better comp on Keanu Benton than you do, and I, I don't like him as much. Is it? It's Randy Starks. John oh, I thought it was gonna be John Randall. It's Randy Starks. It was better than John Randall. Worst case. Uh, and then one Jalen Carter, Quinn Williams, comp top ten grade. Javon yeah. um, Dexter. Javon Dexter is bizarre. <laughs> he is six six, three ten, and one of the best athletes in this group. Yeah. He also like is delayed by a full almost a yeah. full second sometimes getting off the ball and I, I don't I don't know why. What's going on? I I I like the entire time I'm watching him I'm like I need to ask is this like I assume it's fixable is it fixable? I know Andy Staples had asked him about it his pro day and he says it's something he really needs to work on. He, he's like mindful of it. It's just it's so weird, right? It is like cuz it's it's not like it's it's not like a quarter second. It's like at minimum a half second. Yeah. And it's not like he's like looking elsewhere, like making calls or something. <laughs> it's, just, and it's weird. It's, it's weird. It's funny too because it'll happen. And like sometimes at the offensive lineman, I swear, is like confused. <laughs> and then and, and then sometimes, sometimes because he's got that, like the offensive lineman starts, starts working backwards. He has this extra space to create speed to power because of it. It's just so weird. <laughs> um, but despite that, he's a. He's confusing because he is like he is the best player in the game against Kentucky. Like he's he, unstoppable against Kentucky, and then he'll have lulls in like the Tennessee game where like yeah. 
you, you wouldn't maybe notice him if the guy beside him wasn't 450 pound defensive tackle, which is also <laughs> a bizarre thing that we'll get to next year. Um, <laughs> no, that's ideal one. I don't care. Um, yeah, there, when he hits his highs, he's, he's ideal too when he hits it. Um, and, and that goes back to us. Like literally after the Utah and Kentucky game during yeah. the season, we're like, this guy could be a top 10 pick. Yeah. But he's not um, going to be. <laughs> no. You have no, him a second? He, like, I, I, like, I don't. But I'm like just right behind you, and I think that's like I have an early third like, on him. Yeah. Like to 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 me, if someone's swinging on like Brian Percy yeah. in the teens, then why are you not swinging on this guy in the fifties? Agree. Yeah, I agree with you. I I think him and Percy are not far off. Like really. they so so my big thing that I mentioned where I was like I have second round grades on like most of these guys, mm-hmm. um, but the three I was really struggling to stack were Dexter Percy and, and, and Addy. Because to me, I was like, Addy is this insane athlete. Brissy's got the most pass rushing upside. Like, you see it the most. I thought Dexter was the best run defender. I thought he's really good at two-gapping. I thought he he just, like, he's so long and and strong. And he did a really good job just controlling offensive linemen and then shedding, like, stacking and then shedding them when he had to uh, to make plays. And I thought you saw that uh, against Utah, against Kentucky, and against Tennessee. The pass rush is, like, kind of the thing you don't always see. Um, but he's super explosive, and when he gets yeah. off the snap in a good time, like you see some of that what he could be. He's also uh, another guy who uh, is twenty. Like him and Percy are both twenty one, and they turn twenty two this year. But they start the season at twenty one. So is Mozzie, and so is uh, Keanu Benton. Yeah, maybe that's why there's a lot of Walkers, just a younger group. Um, it feels like we don't have that many young. It's kind of an older draft in a lot of positions too. Anyways, um, especially tight end. Yeah, I find Dexter obviously the highs are so interesting, and like you said, you just. He's just a big man. He's explosive. He's just a load. He's a lot to block. Like when he does use his hands, they're impressive. Um, just it's inconsistent. I find he's got like a really loose upper body, which could be like I don't know. It's a weird, weird way to phrase it. Usually, it's a loose lower body, but I, I think can turn into a weapon for him. And I think that kind of, like you said, it kind of helps him in the run. I will say, like in the run, kind of just being more consistent. Like when he gets doubled, I think he, he can can get displaced and stuff. Just it's just and I think he plays a little high just because he's a bigger man, right? Um, it's just it's just being more consistent for him. It's just being more consistent. Like if he hits his highs, I, like I said, I think he can be the second best in this group. But like he he is such a especially in this group, like just the combo of size and athleticism and what he could be is like I just find it kind of strange sometimes that he's not really mentioned in that. Mm-hmm. tier after Jalen Carter like ever because mm-hmm. I don't think he's that far off like I don't think he's as safe as Mozzie Smith or as dangerous a pass rusher as Kalijah Cansey or anything but like I don't know like him in, like he's not that far off I, I have him ahead of Brian Percy like I just mm-hmm. don't I don't know See, why I once talked about one way and the other isn't because also Dexter is also a five-star recruit so it's not even yeah. that yeah to me, it's like Brissy, Kansi, Addy, and Massey Smith. I could stack in in any way, and then to honestly, and then is Dexter in kind of like in his realm of his own after them, um, but like not far off, like like not far off, not far off. Um. And then Keanu Benton number one. <laughs> no, and then I have like Ika Pickens and Benton kind of like very close, very very close. And they can kind of go either way. Um, yeah, it's an interesting interesting class. I don't. Oh, hey, here's a good question. Um, you're, as a Seahawks fan, me as a Steelers fan, we could both use interior defensive linemen in this class. Who is 
you're like obviously your ideal guy at five is Jalen Carter. So <laughs> yeah. let's ignore that. If they took someone twenty, who would you want it to Ooh. be? That's a good question. Okay, let me think about that. That's a tough one. Uh, well, Jalen Carter falls to twenty. No, I'm just kidding. Re- realistically, <laughs> Nazi Smith probably. Yeah, over, I'd rather them just we're be assuming safe. Everyone else is on the board. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Of course, of course. You would take the Mozzie Smith. Okay, let's yeah. say it's thirty-seven. Mazzy's gone. Is that what we're saying? I I don't know. He could still be there. So he could still be. I thought you'd I don't say think, someone else. I don't think Mazzy's going to go first in the first round. Um, I don't think so either. Get, okay, how about this? Would you rather them uh, wait till thirty-seven what, to take an interior defensive lineman if they can't get Jalen Carter at five? That's what I thought. That's what I thought your question would be. Yeah, I I, th- I think so. Depends who they're taking at five, but. Yeah, I mean, because then, I, like, <laughs> yeah, okay, you take Hooker five, you gotta, you gotta show up that ideal. Like, if we'll Brissi's on the board there, I'm cool with that, you know, I'm cool with all these guys. I'm cool with anyone between Brissi and Carter, um, Brissi and Carter, Brissi and Dexter, my, my little group here. How about you, though, for this, for the Steelers at, uh, so first? it's not as big a need for the Steelers, so obviously no. I don't want them doing it at 17 or at 32 for that matter. Uh, I, I think f- for me, it's the sweet spot of 49 or 80. So say forty nine. I, re- I really wanted to be Keanu Benton at forty nine. That's Benton, my dream scenario. Benton feels like a stealer, but I don't, I don't think you he, need to take him at forty nine. I don't know. A, a guy too who, right now obviously like with with uh, Larry Ogunjobi back on three year deal, uh, Cam Hayward there, uh, Montrevious Adams is kind of manning the nose tackle spot. Like Keanu Benton, a guy who can rotate as the nose, having played that at Wisconsin, but mm-hmm. also kind of play play. Snaps for Ogunjobi or Cam Hayward. It's for me. It's a, it's kind of versatility and experience at those spots that make mm-hmm. it a really good fit there. Yeah. Um, it's gonna be Siaki Ika though, and you're gonna enjoy it. Yeah. Or or I mean, one twenty. Kobe Turner. He feels like a Steeler too. Um, <laughs> I really hope I really hope Dexter finds somewhere that he can land and and flourish. Say he goes in the fifties. I'm looking in the fifties. Seattle. Why you have yeah. every pick? <laughs> they have so many picks. It's it's great. It's such a such a delight compared to what two years ago when they had three like in the whole draft. Sick. You know, I like Detroit at fifty five. Interesting. It's a good one. I like that one. I like that one a lot. Um, Detroit could be a team that that swings and proceed to at what's it nineteen? Nineteen. Eighteen. Eighteen. Um, yeah, is gonna be an interesting one. I don't know where the fuck Brzee's gonna go. I really don't. Um, yeah, no, uh, it'll be weird. So, okay, let me ask you this. How many first-round IDLs get actually taken on uh, April 28th or whatever it is? So, I don't know who they'll be. But, okay, so Locke and Jalen Carter, and then I think we get two – or, fuck, no. Locke and Jalen Carter and Kalaja Cansey. Yeah, I was about to say. If you say we get two, is one of them Cansey? No, I'll say we get two more, so four. Did you say four on day one? Okay. Yeah, because I think, I think it'll be a combo of – Mozzie, two of Mozzie, Brzee, and Adigo. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say three. I'm gonna say Carter, Cansey, and then. I'm gonna... Or whoa, if we include the Steelers at thirty-two, like they could take Mozzie there. Honestly, <laughs> they could. Yeah, they could. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, talk to you next week or next episode when we probably do a two-hour show on the edge rushers, and I rank my top sixty. <laughs>